Shut up, I love it. Uh, Sasha, so I, it's been a while since we got together, so I thought we could hang out in real life, and I have the perfect spot that I think you're going to love, because uh, there's nobody there. Uh, yeah, I mean, fewer people is good. I don't I don't like crowds. Not fewer. None at all. And it's derelict. You know me. I love derelict, whatever that <laughs> <So> means. <laughs> and it's shut up. I love it. I'm Joe Cabello, and I'm here with... Sasha Filer, and this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special, possibly returning guest to talk about something they love and the rest of the world just doesn't get, hates, misunderstands, misunderstands, underestimates. Joining us today, she's a writer, an army veteran, a proud dog parent, and a Taurus with Pisces rising. Welcome back, Rachel Brandt. I love it. Hey, guys. How are you doing? We love a Taurus here. We know it. Yeah. It's the best month, right? May, I'm assuming? It is (laughs) May. Rachel, what are you here to talk about? What was this whole derelict conversation about early on? What does that mean? I am here today to talk about abandoned buildings. I'm just listening to the echo, 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 <laughs> yeah, echo, echo, echo. Right, echo. <laughs> right to, to just sit in abandoned buildings. Uh, so wow. are we talking about abandoned buildings as in nobody's there and they're derelict? Yeah. So when I say abandoned buildings, I'm talking about a building that's usually been abandoned for at least a number of years. There is an element of decay. There is an element of eeriness and creepiness oh my god something has gone very very wrong in danger right this is a halloween episode usually very dangerous yes you're scaring me a little bit with talking about the idea of these places spiders are we talking spiders present could be spiders for sure um I think there's a lot of the the best abandoned buildings are where the things that were once inside them when they were used actively are still there, just like gathering dust, kind of toppled over, just untouched. Like a dentist's office Uh, where, you know, that that light (laughs) thing that's on the hinges at the dentist's office like that just caked in dust. And you're like, isn't wasn't that worth something? Nobody wanted to take that and like do something with it. Exactly. The question is, what happened? Why is this place abandoned? And I love it. So first of all, can I just say in preparation for this episode, I was like, I got to get some information on these abandoned buildings. So what do <laughs> I do when that happens? Really <laughs> general abandoned buildings. I go on Yelp. <laughs> Yelp or I'm an elite. Elite She's Yelp. She's an maybe. elite. I'm a lead for many, many years. But anyway, because it's just obnoxious. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, I go on Yelp and I enter abandoned buildings. And so there's like top 10 most popular abandoned buildings in LA that come up, which is interesting. And I want to hear more from you, Rachel, because you probably know them all. But then there's also what's interesting that comes up 
is like really shitty apartment buildings where people hate their landlords uh. and just like <laughs> all this state of like disarray that and like holes in the wall that they're experiencing. So there's a lot of people saying like this is the worst place. I've lived in third world countries and it's not as bad as this. Like it like feels abandoned. They, There's just like that a, keyword uh, is being keyword. Yeah. And, and and it's and it's like a one star by like fifty five people. Like it's insane reviews that I got. So I had my own tangent that I know has nothing to do with this topic. But um but actually abandoned buildings made me think of ghost towns. So which I have a little bit more familiarity yeah, with but uh, tell me would you yeah, yeah okay, would you yeah. consider something like a ghost town or let's say an abandoned theme park where is that still fit in kind of the general milieu of abandoned buildings to you i think that abandoned buildings can be on a wide spectrum and still be considered an abandoned building in my view so there's one-off abandoned buildings which I have an example from when I was younger that I would love to talk about. Oh my but there's God. Abandoned, abandoned buildings. There's towns that have, or cities that have become kind cities, of. Cities, cities, Chernobyl. Oh yeah, well, like cities, that's crazy. Your Detroit's, your, that explosion mm. in Chernobyl, with uh, Chernobyl. Um, and then there are sometimes very thriving cities that have an eyesore and very high profile abandoned building such as most recently downtown LA downtown LA isn't there like the the place where they shoot the exterior or they used to shoot the exterior for um it's always signed in Philadelphia like the corner building but it's like I want to say abandoned inside but the front is what they would always use for like their shop for their bar or whatever I don't know. I might be fucking it up with, with it being an abandoned building, but I feel like it is, though. So write to us. Add <laughs> us. Shut, add Shut We're Up desperate. I Love It 1 if I'm wrong. We're desperate. But, okay, well, let's just like backtrack here, Rachel. How do you how do you get into abandoned buildings? How do you, how do you like, fall in love with them? How do you explore them on foot, I presume? Tell us everything. Okay. Take us all the way back. Sure. So my love of abandoned buildings started pretty early. I lived in northern Florida. And uh, being someone from Florida, you know, everyone thinks that weird things happen. It's a strange place. I can confirm. So I was exploring abandoned buildings at a young age. So I, it was probably early 90s. Let's just throw that out there. And... I lived in a suburban area, but there was definitely, I would say it was dozens and dozens of acres of fairly heavy woods that were between kind of subdivisions. So I don't know the first kid that discovered this, but we would take our bikes out to the middle of these woods and there was a three or four story steel structure building that was just completely abandoned in the middle of the woods. Oh and my gosh. <laughs> I could not tell you, I didn't understand why it was there when I was a kid. And now with all of my life experience and all the context I have, I could, still could not tell you why that oh, was no. in the middle of the woods. Um, we had a ton of fun there. We would climb up like multiple stories, very dangerous. We would take our cans of spray paint and spray paint the cement walls. Oh my gosh, yes. Good old time. 
Okay, so that's how you got initiated into your... Like, this is sick. You discovered yeah. it, and it was good. And and you were like, this is great. This is uh, doesn't smell like pee or poo whatsoever. Why didn't it? Because that's what I want to know. Like, to me, don't those places can smell like pee and poo? Question mark. I think when they're more urban, yes. But this was North Florida in the mm. woods and already somewhat, if you were to drive through there, it's suburban, but like it's pretty wooded suburban. So um, I would say it was more of a rural wooded atmosphere than, um, than what you would see in a city for sure. I do not, again, it seemed like no one had actively maintained it for a very long time, that the only maintainers, if you will, were like neighborhood mm -hmm. children. That should have had nothing to do with it. <laughs> oh. If you set up your little camps there in some way. Or, you know, spray paint it, like a new spray paint yeah. or something moved to just like. It's like my, do my towel is there. Or, yeah. My cum towel uh, is there. Delete that. Towel. My cum towel. Uh, we'll have one. <laughs> I think um, it was funny too because we would, it would be like there would be a new kid and we'd be like, we have to show you the steel building. Like we thought it was so cool. That's cool. Yeah, to initiate people. Okay, before we get into like, that's your starting point, but there had to be next times. I want to ask that I think it's pretty clear why abandoned buildings aren't something talked about in the same way of like, Hey, should we like go to cold stone tonight or an abandoned building? Like <laughs> I understand that, but what do you see the world, uh, seeing it as you love it, but, uh, is it misunderstood, forgotten, hated discomfort? I think that if you're going to categorize it in the shut up, I love it taxonomy. I think it is mm. absolutely hated by some <laughs> and I think it's misunderstood by some. So mm -hmm. there's people who hate it just because they see it at face value. It's this kind of blight wherever it is. Uh, it's unattractive and it's also dangerous. And then I think there's people on the other end of the spectrum who completely romanticize it Usually it's like photographers or creatives and they're like, mm. isn't, this just, isn't this just incredible from a um, dramatic standpoint, but there's not really an appreciation for the unfortunate context surrounding it. There's usually a lot of things that went wrong that led to this and there's societal things and social things and financial things. So um, I think it's both hated and misunderstood. Yeah. Many, uh, a band independent band music videos probably get taped shot recorded in those abandoned buildings right like because it's just like you just there's just like three people or whatever singing at your iphone and in the background was cool it's an abandoned building the lighting is usually good too probably i bet that's i think a big deterrent of people enjoying abandoned buildings is the you know legal restrictions of being able to do anything in them which make perfect sense you know you can't just have like this building's abandoned and fun looking so you know you can go in there like i get that they're owned by people but that just makes it space taken 
for a, I think the the people who don't want to take that risk of f mucking around in an abandoned building, that's a big deterrent. Just to be like, okay, I don't want to commit an illegal act going here, so it's just wasted space in downtown or wherever. What say ye? As far as whether or not people should go in abandoned buildings, whether I go in abandoned yeah. buildings. Um, okay, well, certainly you should follow all laws and <laughs> not trespass or violate a property owner's It's on right. the record. Yeah, um, former lawyer here. But yeah, I think that part of the attraction of an abandoned building is that um, it's enticing. It's abandoned, even if it's formally owned, you know, f formerly, or sorry, formally owned by somebody, you know that it's not being actively watched or paid attention to. And it's exactly the reason why when I was a kid, we would love to go there and we brought spray paint because did we think we were allowed to spray paint it? Of course not. But we knew no one was paying attention to it, had left it. And so I think there's something, maybe there's something very uh, complimentary about abandoned buildings and spray paint. It's just Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> so I will jump in and say my experience with abandoned buildings. And then we'll see, Sasha, if you have any is with spray painting mostly there was an old obgyn clinic that mm, was gated up and so we love going to obgyns <laughs> when i'm pregnant they're great. the best go yeah, it's your number one place that you're going um we would go there and spray paint and go through the halls and never really thought anything of how dangerous and stupid it was you know walking down the street later with your hand covered in spray paint you're like if a cop sees you he knows what you did he doesn't need to have caught you there even for this but so uh i do see the allure for sure sasha have you had experience in abandoned buildings in the strangest twist of events i've only remembered my first experience with abandoned buildings after Rachel, you started talking about your experience with in the nineties with abandoned buildings. So I immediately was like, what am I even thinking? Like I literally would go to an abandoned building across the street <laughs> with my best friend all the time. So there used to be, cause I grew up in the, in the city, like an industrial city, with plants and like, and I don't mean plants, green plants, but like <laughs> industrial asbestos plants, plants and stuff. Yeah, it's just like a lot of coal mining is basically industrial center of coal mining. So you can imagine what that looks like: terrible atmosphere, polluted, etc. But um, so I, uh, my my apartment uh, building was like a five-story building, and there's other five-story buildings around, and uh, just like a pretty short walk you could see it out of my fifth store living room's uh window uh is an abandoned building which was used to be like years before me before my time i guess it was used to be one it's like soldiers quarters or something for like a military academy that sounds really fancy but it's like a really kind of crappy two-story uh building that's no longer was you know like functional in any way 
And I'm just trying to think emotionally, like, why was, why would it emotionally, like, why would we be so attracted with my best friend to go there and, like, to smoke cigs or just hang out? Or if it's very snowy, to jump from, like, second floor, second story down and to see, like, if we can, like, break our legs or not. Never did. And you <laughs> know what I'm thinking? I think it's, the, yeah, I think it has to do with the same feeling when you're a younger child and you want to make like your own little fortress like you like you you put like like a blanket over a table or whatever and you're like this is my little fortress like this is my light like nobody come here like i'm by myself this is my little house and i think there was like in a, some kind of desire to find a place like that we could never do it because it never felt cozy and it, it it was just felt very uninviting but i remember being like what if i made myself like a room here that i could just keep coming back to like, you know, like I have my little blanket or whatever. Like I have like my, like some, some junk that I need for when I hang out with my friend. So I, I wanted it to be that. And I think this, and then probably some sense of danger too, but that's why we would keep going there. So that is my original first abandoned building. Wow. That's so we have some history. And that makes we did a lot of like fort type of stuff in those woods, but I, I do think there was an aura about that the steel building that we didn't. I think we just knew it was for like playing and messing around, but we kind of left it alone. Other other than that, did you think that that building had an aura, good or bad? Me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I don't think I. It was just surprising, really. I didn't think about, like, the history and who might have been here. It was just really strange to me that it was, like, a soldier's, like, military training ground. It was really weird. Because it was, like, in the middle of a city. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It wasn't isolated by any means. You go to school. Like, you walk to school. You pass by it. You go to see your The soldiers friend, take the same... It. A uh, bus as the school children to get to the who knows the training there were no facility. Soldiers. There were just the <laughs> when it was alive. soldiers. Must have been, must have been. So I don't know what the aura was. I did have a traumatizing experience in there that I can share. Um, uh, so <laughs> I must have been like twelve or thirteen. My friend and I went there again to smoke cigs, which is so funny. Like, if my mom were to stand in the balcony, like, to look down, she probably could she see could us. She could see she cigs. knew your every move. Uh, I don't fucking know <laughs> what she was thinking. She's too, too narcissistic to even care. But I'm telling you, I we were just hanging out there, sitting, smoking cigs. And then this, like, dude comes over, older than us. And his line to us is... Aren't you too afraid that you can get raped here? The, and I remember this was so scary to me when I heard that. Even though he didn't seem like he was about to do anything. Yeah, even if you're like the ni- a genuine nice guy who is just <laughs> actually curious of that question, it is incredibly unsettling to hear. <laughs> like unsettling. It doesn't matter who. It just doesn't matter. I literally still don't know what the fuck. Like, I assume the worst, but I also, looking back, I don't think he had plans. He was probably creepy, because I don't think he had plans to actually do anything violent. And he couldn't really, because it was really open space, and people could see us from where we were sitting, I think. But 
I had such a strong emotional reaction to that. That is the first time and probably the strongest time I ever, without drugs for sure, had an out-of-body experience. So I immediately like dissociated just because this guy asked this question. Because it was like this, like I never heard anybody say this words to me. It's so fucked up. What is happening? I must have been. We must have been not even twelve. I honestly think we must have been like ten. And he's saying these things, and I and I was just remember being like, "Whoa, I am just floating above this whole situation." And that's it. There's no bad, <laughs> bad, bad ending to it, except that it was very traumatizing. I still remember it to this day that feeling. So that's, after that, I don't. I, I don't think I went. Thanks there. for that upsetting yeah. story. I know, uh, but I'm no. sorry. <laughs> it's very upsetting. I validate that of you know feeling upset from that. I will say that we could pretend that your your mother sent him to say that. Mm, <laughs> that I can believe. She she, yeah. uh, she, she never talking. noticed. She saw the cigarettes and she said, "Hey, here's a I don't know the currency. Here's five whatever." He's five whatevers. That's what it was. You actually got it right. <laughs> it was whatevers. Russian whatevers. Um, yes. so, so, yeah, go go tell uh, my daughter and her friends something really creepy because I'm tired of watching them in that abandoned building. He's like, like what? And she's like, I, looking at you, I think you'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, so, Rachel, though, we got your origin story. You know, you got bit by a radioactive spider as it were. So then what was your next one? What caused this to be a love and chain of crimes as far as I'm concerned? <laughs> I think the statute of limitations has passed on the like steel building crimes. And I, after that point, I have not committed any other crimes related to abandoned buildings uh, for the record. But yeah, I ended up going to school in Michigan. So I went to the University of Michigan, which is about half hour outside of Detroit. And Detroit is famously one of those uh, former thriving cities that over time for various economic and social reasons ended up becoming a shell of its former self. So uh, Detroit has done a lot of revitalization over the years and it's gotten, you know, it's changed. But certainly when I was in school there, it was definitely home to many, many abandoned structures and what was amazing about it was a lot of them were at the time that they were built incredibly beautiful and ornate architectural you know gems but completely abandoned in ruins covered in dust and weeds and plants and all the things um and they were beautiful to look at in a very kind of tragic sad way Wow. So you just viewed these while you're there and you're like, this is beautiful. Did you go into them? Um, I never went into them. I was very curious to like go around the city and I also was getting into photography. So several times I went around and mm. would take, um, I mean, they were very accessible in terms of like, you know, old train stations. There was a lot of graffiti, but sometimes it was really beautiful. Like there was this one oh. building I remember they, they had put, um, like a heart in every single window, like all the way up. So it made for really cool photography. Um, very sad, but also kind of just this interesting thing to witness. But this is where I think it's important to talk about the concept of ruined porn. Um, Go the idea on. That, yeah. <laughs> 
So not what you're thinking, Joe. I already know what you're understood. thinking. Okay. Less interested, uh, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this idea of taking pictures of these structures that at one time were thriving and beautiful and have now become decrepit and just seeing them as this like dramatic aesthetic. I think there's a tragic narrative in like the picture of a building that once was something else and is now completely decaying. I don't think that you can deny that that's the case. I think the problem or the reason why people use the term ruin porn to criticize this type of photography is that it is exploitative if you're not appreciating, like in the case of Detroit, all of the bad things that had to happen to people and lives and and from a societal perspective that led to this once beautiful train station being completely empty. But then it's guessing, well, unless you're doing research or something like that, right? Like where, where does one become not entitled, but uh, okayed to proceed after they've researched it? Like, how do you, how do you, as a photographer, how do you give, back to the memory of what must have happened there for this closed down dunkin donuts how do you get its memory <laughs> engraved in time okay so i will say like an abandoned strip mall totally different you know category <laughs> yes um usually things that at one point had like an architectural prominence are like the you know best abandoned buildings but um, I think, so this is my personal opinion. I think it's okay to photograph it from a completely aesthetic perspective because it is an interesting subject matter. I think that the problem comes maybe even less so. It's interesting, Sasha, that you brought up the idea of bands and like album covers and videos. I saw a New York Times article that was talking about couples taking their wedding photos in front of uh, these abandoned structures. And I think that's where mm. you take like, we're gonna spend $100,000 on a wedding and we've got all this like fancy clothes right. and we have a whole bridal party. And then we're gonna set our photos in front of these buildings. I think that that is like a perfect example of how mm -hmm. you can take it too far. Oh yeah, I can see that for sure. And it's distasteful. Yeah, it's a disregard, yeah. right? There's some, it's, 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 it, there's some disregard for it's classist, right? Like, that's what it is, really. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't love um, it. But from a photographer's standpoint, as long as you're not photographing people when they're like, you know, sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. who can really assign like, oh, you're respecting this enough in your photo you know, or the reason you're taking this picture. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, now, as far as you're exploring history, though, like, have you been mucking around in abandoned buildings? Joe, you are, like, you were so looking to, like, have me walk into, like, a misdemeanor. <laughs> <laughs> can't, I, she, can't, she, she can see this miles away, from miles away. I'm, I'm recording from a, inside a police station, and there are cops huddled around me listening. It's a deposition. <laughs> I, uh, I knew it. No, I, um, 
I really, truthfully, I don't think that I ever went into any of these buildings. Like, for example, in Detroit, I can tell you that I, I did not. Um, I mean, for my purposes, I could appreciate it from the outside. I do know there are a ton of people who do this like on YouTube. So there's all kinds of YouTube content where people are sneaking into abandoned castles in Europe and abandoned, I think in LA, I don't know if this is what you saw, um, Sasha, but I believe there's at least one insane asylum that is still abandoned oh. that people enjoy going into. Um, and then they they definitely film it and put it on YouTube. So I haven't done that. I've more been the um, from a photography standpoint um, appreciated them that way. What about ghost towns? So we kind of touched on that early on. So any of those like Western towns that exist barely on the map and sort of you know there's like tiny. <laughs> museums in itself to an era long gone. Have you visited those? I've not been to a ghost town. So I am very, I'm into architecture. So I love um, kind of a more long-term structure. I feel like a lot of those ghost towns are a little bit more of the like ramshackle wood um, type mm -hmm. structure. An old saloon. That, yeah. Um, cool because it's a whole town, but a little bit different than the urban decay um, genre. You like the urban decay? Yeah, that's why I was. Yeah. You like the urban stuff yeah, more than is. not? Yeah, it is interesting that you're separating the genres, Rachel, I guess. Yeah, that's so that's interesting to hear that you're not just into decay, period. Like Greece, <laughs> even though it's the best abandoned buildings place, you wouldn't like as much as Detroit? Well, I don't know if Greece the places you're talking about are urban or not. I feel like, okay, so there is a beauty to that, like, mm. rust belt, like, an old farmhouse, an abandoned shack, a windmill, like, that's partially rusted out. Like, that's cool, but it's not necessarily, in my mind, the abandoned building, which I do, I personally attribute it or, or consider it to be kind of in the space of the urban setting. Um, because even the steel building in the woods itself was like this steel structure, right? Um, hmm, it's a good question. It also makes me think when you say ghost towns, it makes me think of our, our, our um, abandoned buildings haunted. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in ghosts? Let's just get to it. Do I believe in ghosts? Uh, yeah, sure. Whoa. Oh, wow. Very casually, she answered yes, sure. Um, like, how likely are ghosts to exist? On a scale. <laughs> on a scale. <laughs> yeah, well, on a scale. yeah. I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to answer that. The shut up, I love it, scale, but different. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How likely are ghosts to exist? Okay. I would say, I would put it at a 9.8. Nice. Wow. So, you walk into a place that and there's some ghosts there, you believe. Well, with the caveat that it depends on what you mean by ghosts. Ooh, a very Torian caveat. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, what do I mean? I don't know. Uh, spirits, uh, ethereal beings, not of our matter, not made of carbon like us, but yet they have, uh, 
you know they they have their like their eye like they they know mm. like they they exist they have conscience I, I would say is it not a ghost when you listen to a song and it brings you the same sadness you felt when you first heard it mm. that was beautiful i need a moment <laughs> let's end it there everybody thank you so much <laughs> rachel <for your> <laughs> um, and we're back well no okay so to joe's point Yes, we can define ghosts as like these emotional ghosts, these um, sentimental ghosts. But I was more talking in terms of like energy. And is there energy from beings that have previously lived and are no longer living in their former form still among us in some facet? I say 9.8 out of 10% chance, yes. And that's the allure there because you feel it in those places. In a way, you don't feel it when you go into a brand new built apartment and are checking out the rooms. Definitely. I think that's where that the aura comes from, is that there's some kind of energy and it comes from something. And it's probably, if I had to guess, it's probably not from the actual materials that made the building. It's probably from the people that at once, at one point inhabited it. If you were to buy a house, it's just all kinds of fucking random questions I'm going to be asking you. If you were to buy a house, like a dream house, but you had a choice to buy a brand new, right, ideal house, doesn't have any ghost vibes, or a house that is also great, amazing, but it like carries an energy. I'm not saying bad or good, but it carries an energy from previous owners. Which one would you buy, Rachel? I would, okay, I am big on whether the energy is negative or positive, so. We, we don't know, neutral, neutral, <laughs> or it's just It's just some so, energy. Yeah. <laughs> just some energy, don't worry about it. Um, but you know, it's like, it's like you, you can feel grandma was making cookies here, that kind of thing. I like a place with character. So if a place had uh, some great architectural character to it, and there was a little bit of energy, but it didn't. I didn't think it was gonna, you know, upset you. Horror movie vibes. Then I think I would be more drawn to that. Um, but there is, if I'm being honest, there's a part of me that would say, just new construction and not have to like create your own energy there and not have to worry about what is or isn't. Yeah, it's nice to but, visit um, yeah. energy, you know. Oh, abandoned exactly. buildings you're like okay i'll visit it gather some of it but i don't want to live in that exactly mm. what about you joe um i think it is that i like how much do we confuse character with energy that place has character and sometimes that is the aesthetic look but other times it's like well this is just a cabin like any other cabin you've ever seen but you know that might be a bit of energy too uh so i mean but overall i don't know it's just i think when you're usually feeling energy it often is a signal of discomfort like because if you're tracking it it's usually more on the discomfort versus like this is awesome this feeling of energy you know like i feel good it's kind of easier to ignore that and just like oh well this is nice that i feel good so to me, when you say energy, I'm thinking it's kind of that like, hey, maybe this is stimulating. Like the, I don't need to be stimulated like this. 
all the time. So new construction. Let's go. Let's all buy a condo together, a new build. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would go with previous owners. Well, my house, the house I live in is 100 years old. So some shit went down here. The, is this your dream house? Which it might be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is just a hypothetical of this is your, you know, house, forever house is that you might be buying. And so to me, I would go with energy. Like I'm, I'm, I want to, because you know what? Then I feel like I don't have to do the cozying in. You don't have to it's build any been, energy. Yeah. I don't have to build. It's already there. Like it's already like people have like, you know, hung the Christmas decorations and removed yeah. them and put them back. Yeah. So that, that corner already lives that or whatever it's going on. Cause I feel like there's a lot of work for me to, put out this energy in this house that I'm living now even though they had previous owners but it's always been like one person like one person and then one person before so it's always like a single male oh and so I, I feel like there's energy. just so much no it's a okay energy it's just more like but a, a family like I have to fill it in with my family it's, it feels like work dude and so much energy is going into it. this shed right now that you're the shed the shed the zoom room as i call it absolutely anyway i that's that was a digression but it was interesting to hear because the whole stumbling upon energy discussion that it belongs to a living space like to me that's very interesting yeah so i love it rachel people are gonna listen to this and you know sometimes we'll talk about a movie or tv show or something uh that you do mini golf we've never had that but you know something like that so they can be like okay i'll watch it with this i'll watch this movie now with this perspective how do you suggest somebody listening like gets into abandoned buildings <laughs> <laughs> be safe and follow the law a crowbar <laughs> um i mean it's very simple from the uh, your fingertips. You can go ahead and go on Google. I would say a great starting point is if you just put in Detroit ruin porn, you will find examples of books. Be careful because, you know, just the porn is a search word. Obviously. <laughs> you might get distracted if you're like could, certain people. You can bring up other things. Uh, Chernobyl exclusion zone is definitely porn. one. Chernobyl and exclusion <laughs> zone porn is pretty good. And then you will get um, from there. It's like very easy to fall down a bunch of rabbit holes as far as looking at this stuff. There's all kinds of galleries. There's specific photographers. There's coffee table books. There's I could, there's all kinds of things out there about why ruined porn is a problem. Um, it's very accessible from a laptop. I will say if you're in the LA area, this is like, okay, the ocean wide plaza would be great to talk about because it is this current example of a completely abandoned structure in the heart of downtown la that is drawing this worldwide attention i think that it doesn't have the charm of like an older building like you might see in detroit or something related to a huge international disaster like chernobyl but it is um are you guys familiar with this no no. Okay. So in 20, what was it? Like 2015, they started building what was supposed to be kind of 
a continuation of this move to develop the downtown area in Los Angeles. And it's right across from Crypto Arena, which was formerly Staples Center, but it's home of the LA Lakers, obviously like very centrally located. And it was gonna have a hotel and these like probably very expensive condos. It covers an entire city block. The uh, Chinese development firm that was backing it ran out of money and went bankrupt. And so they stopped construction, um, I think like 2019, 2020. So it's just been sitting there completely, no construction happening, not inhabited because it wasn't finished. And in the last like few weeks, graffiti artists went in and they tagged almost every single floor of the structure, like going all the way up. It's like a sky, it's multiple skyscrapers in downtown LA. And they, um, it's really, if you if you look at it, it's a really impressive feat because they must have been going out onto these balconies that are not completely secured or like finished and tagging every single floor on both sides. And it just must have been hours and hours of work with many, many, many people. Um, so if you're interested, I will say there's a lot of police presence down there and they don't want anyone in the building. Someone actually recently wow. base jumped off of it. Nice. After, yeah, after I'm looking at this shit. I did. Now insane. that you said I, I have heard some things about this, but I haven't read deeply into it. I just saw some like images and posts. Yeah. So it's a huge kind of bit. It's been national news and even international news. Um, so yeah, so like if you if you're at all curious about this kind of genre of urban decay and abandonedness, I think that swinging by downtown and taking a look at the ocean wide plaza is a cool starting point. Um, you know, it's it's like to me it's fascinating because we see these structures going up, and I've always assumed like yeah they're building a big tower, they're building condominiums, they're building a hotel. Like if you see cranes and 30 something floors, you assume this is gonna be a project that's completed. And the fact that it's just completely unfinished and abandoned is kind of, um, there's, there's a bizarre beauty to it. So Rachel, when you look at this like amazing photo, there's many photos, it's called literally the graffiti the graffiti building now, basically, it's how it's referred to. Um, what emotions do you feel when you see it with this crazy, like, colorful graffiti on every floor, like you're saying, where you would imagine balcony would be, but it's, like, unfinished. So it screams, really, graffiti and tags. Um, but how does it make you, like, feel? Like, as a therapist, that I am not, um, I want to know. <laughs> um yeah, free therapy, I'll take it. So when I when I look at the building, I think there's honestly, I, I it's captivating. It's, to me, it's, there's almost maybe something comforting about how people have transformed it in kind of a lawless way. Um, I don't know, I'd actually be really curious to know like, how did this come about? Had they been planning this for a long time? Was it more of a, um, is it more impulsive? Like, what, did they have a, like a big political message about this unfinished structure and something about China-US relations? Maybe not, but like, 
like what was behind it. I, I think it's intriguing. Um, it's kind of if I I hate I know it's illegal, but I have to say it's kind of it's kind of beautiful and interesting from an artistic standpoint. It looks quite amazing, like nothing else I've ever seen. But also makes me sad. I I think that I'm sad because it still has the abandoned quality to it. You know, like even though nobody really abandoned it, it was never really populated in the first place. But it has the emptiness to it that could have instead been, you know, just like another capitalist skyscraper. Yeah, it could have been this great, beautiful, overpriced thing. That <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I don't know why. It's the whole abandoned, I think, is what's making me... Well, it sucks, yeah. I mean, and it sucks that someone could just... Like, there could be a millionaire or billionaire, really, who'd be like, hey, I want to create, like, a floating uh, circular arc over the city. And then you're like, cool. That sounds like it could maybe be beautiful. And then they get a quarter way through and say, no, never mind. And then the city just has this quarter shitty arc floating above it like that's the type of thing that this is and it's kind of crazy that that can even happen and people think aliens are have arrived think yeah. some of us know no i yes. think that's a really good point it's like um this idea that everything is like it goes right usually and then yeah. people with a ton of power step in because I, I, this is like a billion dollars that they've spent on this project. I think they said it's gonna, it would take another billion to actually finish it. Uh-huh. And what, what happens when they just walk away or they're unable to fulfill their obligations? It's, it's kind of fascinating. And Sasha, I agree with you. Like it wasn't ever inhabited, but it was abandoned in the sense yeah. that it just, they, it, they it just was literally away. abandoned. Yeah. It's like they got a dog, they barely trained it, and they give up on it. It's like, just, you know, just train the freaking dog. The dog is great. The dog has all the potential you need in a dog. You just can't abandon it. Everything goes back oh to a dog. Goodness. Yeah. When you made it into an abandoned dog. Okay, that's emotionally, I don't like that from my therapist. Uh, if, if you're my therapist. Yeah, uh, it's too triggering uh, for all of us. Uh, I think we're all dog uh, people here. Um, well, I don't know what's a sadder transition into the ratings, but like, what could possibly be? So it feels like the right one. Um, Joe, would you explain to us, myself included, because I can never tell how these ratings work? I'll shut up. Yes, we're going to rate abandoned buildings on a scale of zero to 10 using something else as our basis for the scale. So that something else could be uh, taken no. care of buildings okay. what did you think i was gonna say abandoned dogs no i'm not i don't like that um no. no it could be something like full buildings that are thriving or a 10 out of 10 and this mm-hmm. is a zero out of 10 because they're not thriving or it could be like hey it's like looking at naked men and women having sex online like porn Why? is a fu- four out of porn? 10 well because we mentioned it mm-hmm. before and good call back abandoned buildings are 10 out of 10 because they're way better than that and if that doesn't make sense sasha and i will go first do you have one i do okay i do so i'll go for it i'm gonna rate it against something uh called back rooms 
Rachel, are you familiar with Backrooms? I don't think so. So, it's a found footage YouTube channel that got really popular of these abandoned locations. But I believe they're all, like, fake. But they're very, like, they're creepy to where, like, you keep going through doorways and getting lost and confused or things like repeat like just all the weird shit of a haunted location um they're really creepy videos that feel very real uh i'm gonna give back rooms a seven out of ten because i think it's kind of this brings up a lot of the emotional stuff that you're talking about uh and maybe emotional is the wrong word but like when you look in an abandoned building, there's a lot of baggage of like, ooh, it, it is interesting to think what happened here. What were the people's lives like here? What led to this? That's all really interesting, and Backrooms does that in a very fictional way. Uh, abandoned buildings, you know, I'll give a, a matching 8 out of 10. I do think there's a lot to think about with them. Are they also an eyesore and whatnot? And it sucks, like physically sucks that they exist because it means someone's not doing something better with that amount of space and for a community. But we're not thinking about it in that way. We're thinking about it artistically and, um, you know, just all the implications of it which are fun to think about or tragic so eight out of ten sasha what about you i'm going to compare abandoned buildings that people have lived in or they had a potential to become somebody's living quarters like the aforementioned graffiti building so like places for people to inhabit like their home to i compared that to abandoned factories like abandoned industrial buildings where people went to work and because the industrial revolution is over <laughs> what's happening <laughs> uh, those things those things don't don't exist anymore like they're really uh, a relic of the past I actually really like abandoned or like kind of shut down plants and factories I've been to because we were filming there years back, but it, it was um, uh, a paper factory. Like, they were making sandpaper specifically. So I just, like, really loved being inside there and imagining where the crew was working, where people had their break and all this other stuff. Like, it was very fascinating. It didn't have this brokenness about it that abandoned buildings have. Because I'm like, where's this family where did they go what happened so i would give abandoned plants and any industrial relic of the past where people gone to work before i'll give it a nine out of ten i would love to go to like an abandoned um i don't know like where they make like space like space stuff from when, when space exploration was like all the all the talk back in the 20th century i i feel like there's just so much maybe i just was traumatized too much around those abandoned buildings 
but uh, people like slept, you know, because like even in the military school that I was talking about, like there were beds. So like, you know, like people spend their time sleeping there and living there. So whenever there's that inhabitation that's been removed, that makes me sad and uh, possibly triggered by thoughts of death and decay and everything that may be, you know, poetic, but also is disturbing sometimes. So I would give abandoned buildings um, a a five. Oh. But again, not because I don't like them, but I... Because they're they can be they can be triggering emotionally. Rachel, most importantly, what about you? So I'm going to rate abandoned buildings against a fear the psychological fear of abandonment, since I'm trying to uh, milk this for more free therapy. Um, I think that the psychological fear of abandonment, I will say. I will put it at two <laughs> because, you know. Not if, one. Yeah, something bad happened to you. Someone was, you know, they, they were shitty to you and you created, it, it developed that fear of abandonment or nothing ever happened to you, but you're just really insecure for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'll say that as two and I'm, I'm being somewhat facetious. And uh, I will say that abandoned buildings, I'll put them just, they have to be below ghosts. So I will put them at uh, a nine. Nine out of ten. Nice. Great. Awesome. Oh, I feel like we all should just go home, which, which we're not at home, right? We're on the streets. And uh, write a ghost story, like, about a ghost living in an abandoned building. Because we're all like, I mean, I feel inspired slash triggered slash check out backrooms everybody you might enjoy that but yeah this was a crazy talk about abandoned buildings and i think like you see that title and you're like okay what's this gonna be what are they gonna talk about i think this was fantastic so many fun things got talked about of a topic that is weird much like airport bars. Yeah, what's up with you in these weird topics? They're great. <laughs> it's just how I roll. We, I love it. We don't have enough of those. No, thank you so much, Rachel. Anything you want to share? What's going on with you? How's the your son, your canine son doing? Yeah, Stevie the Toy Poodle is doing excellent. He is thriving and living his best life. Um, I'm working on writing, all those things. And if you want to check me out on Instagram on that, Rachel, etc., which is R-A-C-H-A-E-L-E-T-C. And thank you guys for having me on. Oh, anytime. What a, what a pleasure. Joe, what's going on with you these days? Well, depending on when this episode comes out, either the Kickstarter for my novel, Technovirus Hero and the Girl is ongoing, or it's on Amazon. Or will shortly be. But get on the Kickstarter. You'll get it uh, cheaper. And uh, it's a great novel about uh, technological viruses. A big buff guy with a young girl teaming up to save Los Angeles. It's very cool. Come on. We're going to see some abandoned buildings in this. Yeah, actually, you know what? There There is an abandoned building that's incredibly important. To the book i know yeah you know yeah, yeah you, you know. reminded yeah, me i'm like know. oh 
I wrote it, but I forgot that that is true. Yeah, you should check it out. Isn't it crazy how quickly we forget what we wrote? Like, I have to... And I'm promoting it right now, about, like, and I'm I've, still like, I I've, don't know. I have no idea what ended up happening, because all these rewrites, I don't know which one ended up being there. Um, anyway, follow us at Shut Up, I Love It One, if you may, if you can, if you want, if you like... Which is on X and Instagram. Don't worry about Facebook. We've been hacked a long time ago. <laughs> I just got my account back, but I need to get connected yeah. to the shit Don't up. Don't worry love about it. Facebook. I love it. I Now that I'm back, I love Facebook. It's wonderful. <laughs> Support Meta in any way you can. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. <laughs>